Welcome to One Night in Bangkok. I'm Sav. I'm Charlie. And I'm MJ. And together, we're bringing you the crazy travel stories from around the world that never made it into the guidebooks. Cabin crew, prepare for takeoff. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Christmas miracle we're back. That was fucked. (laughs) That was... (laughs) That was very difficult. We had a few teething issues, but hello, when was the last time we recorded? Two years ago? Yeah, I looked. The last episode was brought out in September 2021. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> that was ages yeah. ago. Yeah, fair to say we're a bit rusty, a bit dusty on the old mics. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Sam that has sold her mic and sold all <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Sam, what happened? (laughs) The podcast was done. We all agreed. And then like two years later, they're like, get your mic out. I'm like, bitch, I sold that months ago. I don't want to tell you that it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were trying to log into all of our stuff to record and we're like, fuck, like we don't know any of the passwords and we're like, we'll just reset them. And then I was like, no, the email's gone. And the worst part is, is we were getting emails about the email being gone literally up until like two weeks ago. It kept warning. It was like, you've got two weeks. You've got one week. It will be dismantled tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, who cares? Two weeks later, get drunk. We're like, let's get the podcast. We're not drunk now, but we decided we'll put drunk. <laughs> no, let's talk about that because that was pretty funny, actually. So, Charlie, we were just talking shit about nothing podcast related. How did it even come up? I don't remember. Well, let's be honest, it comes up a lot when we're drunk, individually between the three of us, to be honest. like It does, yeah. It's we- something that we think is a good idea at like 3am and then it never... <laughs> we wake up the next day and then no one mentions it again. <laughs> and it doesn't resurface until we've had another drink again. <laughs> it's actually quite funny that we ghost that idea every morning. <laughs> it's like, nope, nope. Everyone's nope. got the absolute fear. no it's been a nightmare it's taken us about (laughs) 50 minutes to literally get on well actually we were all on and we were all ready to go and we're like right let's press the button and then Sav Sav was like, it says says you have to ask the manager. And I was like, yeah, mine says that. And then MJ, you were like, mine says that. And we're like, wait, who is the manager? <laughs> we were all guests for our own podcast. So, yeah, that's how long it's been. Look, but uh, Christmas Miracle, we're back. Yeah, I, I can't recall what time I received the voice note from Charlie, but it was on Saturday evening at some obscene hour saying we should get the podcast back together. So we're talking about, we're just talking about the podcast and stuff. Would you want to just like jump on the mic and do like a random like, like a Christmas drop, like random, like we're back. I responded with a voice note saying, yes, 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 I would love to edit this. I was at a pal's 30th and I was in the toilet. (laughs) Then you guys phoned me and the reason why I had to um, cut the phone call a bit short was because someone wanted to get into the bathroom, which is fair enough. So yeah. I think the best bit about this Christmas miracle is that, okay, we joke about like reviving the podcast quite a bit, as you say, when we've been drinking. But the reason this is a miracle is that obviously the timing of it. So we're about to enter December. And one of the like maybe two stories that we'd recorded two years ago that we just hadn't got around to using yet, one of them was a Christmas story. 
so good. And to be honest, like Sav said, it was two years ago and I was the one that did the interview and I woke up today because we all had to listen to it to prep because we're like, what the fuck even is that story? <laughs> and I had the fear. Like I was like, me two years ago? Like I really don't want to hear me interview someone from two years ago. Like <laughs> who is she? <laughs> <laughs> but this has been so much fun. I've loved getting on here with you two and I'm really excited to get into the story and for our listeners to, to listen as well. And in the words of MJ, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was, let's go! Hello, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on One Night in Bangkok. How are you? Yeah, good, Charlie. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for asking. It's evening here in Edinburgh, so you and I are having a nice joyous drink together. Not the usual way we do this. (laughs) Right. This is what I love is that you've like self-titled your own story and you keep referencing it as the Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love that you've got this self-title to it. And I, I think it's great. Like it obviously means a lot to you and your friends involved because you've got this self-proclaimed title. So where were you set the scene, Joe? So, yes, we, we call it the, the Christmas Miracle because it's a, a group of uh, myself and seven mates. Yeah, boy. We set off to LA on Christmas Eve from, from Brizzy and, and we landed like nighttime Christmas Eve and had a uh, bit of a large one uh, mixed with a jet lag on the, on the Christmas Eve night. So we, we woke up Christmas Day, you know, dustier than a pair of Roman sandals and... Uh, <laughs> We did all the, you know, the tourist bollocks. You know, we, we kind of, everyone was not feeling it, kind of thinking, oh, we'll go to a pub and have a couple of beers and go to bed. But there was this Irish pub basically at the end of Hollywood. Don't you think that when in doubt, just go to an Irish bar? Like, oh, ab- you're absolutely. always going to have a good time. <laughs> I do have 45 pints in, in about two hours. Yeah, so we, we headed to, to this Irish pub to get a bit of a feed and have a couple of pints and, the first couple went down like razor blades, like it was horrible, like we were chewing them down. And then we sort of started to get into the swing of it. Me and my mate went to the bar and we were, we were waiting in line and, and we looked down this like hallway area and there was this other big room and it was full of about like maybe 80 people and they were all wearing Santa's hats and some some were like dressed up as Santa and elves and stuff and we were going, what's, what's going on there? So naturally, I'm quite an inquisitive person and will just walk into somewhere even if I'm not allowed. So <laughs> I, I said, come on, mate, let's just go check it out. So just walk straight down this hallway and into this room. And there was a bar there. So we we're like, okay, we'll go to the bar and just ask for a drink. These people next to us like turned straight away and they'd heard our accent and said, where are you guys from? And obviously we went through all the bollocks that you get. And then we said, "Well, what, what are you guys doing? What's this? Is it a Christmas party or something?" They're like, "Oh no, we're on a um, we're on a bar crawl." Yes. Uh, you know, I was like, "Oh, that's great." You know, and they're like, "Yeah, it's, it was like two hundred dollars, and we get about two or three drinks at like five different places and VIP entry or whatever." And I was like, "Ah, oh, it sounds all right. Yeah, not bad. Bit bit expensive, but you know." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, "Jesus, that's quite expensive." Uh, Also as well, it's Christmas, yeah? It's like um, It's Christmas Day. It's like it must be some fucking weird characters on that pub crawl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely. 
a lot of lost, lost children there. But, uh, <laughs> so we got talking a little bit longer and they were like, you guys have to come with us. And we were like, oh, are oh, you sure? Like, we haven't paid for it. And they're like, oh, we don't care. And by this time, the organizers actually come over and he's chatting to us and he's, he's on board and wants us to come with him. So we said, oh, there's only one problem. There's another six of us in the next room. <laughs> and then you saw their jaws hit the floor and they were like, we thought they were going to say, oh, no, we can't do that. But they were like, get him in here now. You're all coming with us. <laughs> Like, they were stoked there was more of you? Like, yeah, you they, thought they were going to be angry, but they were like, fucking oath. Well, they probably wouldn't have said that because they're American. No. <laughs> but that <yeah>. was stoked. <laughs> so I've literally gone out and told the guys, and some of them, by that time, they were all properly into the swing of it. I think they were playing darts or something like that. And me and my mate have gone, guys, we've got yous on a bar crawl. Don't have to pay anything. Free booze. Just, you know, they're like, okay, sweet. Everyone comes into this room. Everyone gets surrounded and is always, you know, chatting to everyone and all the Yanks are loving it. So anyway, we went to another bar. I'll be honest, I can't completely remember every bar that we went to because, you know, it was a bit of a blur by, by that point. But then, but and, and as we were going bar to bar, like quite a few people were dwindling off this bar crawl. And when they dwindled off, the, this fella, the organiser, had these drink tickets that everyone would get at each bar. And he was drinking at the time as well. And because people were dropping off, there were all these free spare tickets. He was just feeding to us, so we were just going for gold. Like, And I reckon we were yeah, get, getting through at least four at every bar. And, <laughs> and it, was, it was absolute mayhem. But, like, but we were just like, well, it's free, isn't it? And we haven't paid a cent here, so we're absolutely loving it. Rude not to vibes. <laughs> <laughs> when we were chatting to him, he said, oh, the last place that you're going – it's not a bar, it's a, it's a proper club. Some big DJ was playing and I wasn't into that kind of stuff at, at that time. So I was like, oh, whatever, I don't, I don't care, you know, give me the free drink tokens. So anyway, we're going to this final bar or this final club. And by that time, that many people dwindled away that actually it was just us eight and the organiser. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember turning around going, we're the only ones on this bloody bar crawl anymore. Like, we've outlasted. <laughs> and we didn't even pay a cent for it. And- <laughs> <laughs> Doing the Aussies proud. Really, really yeah. showing the Aussies. <laughs> oh. And we were walking up to this club, and you saw it. It was, it was quite a big one. Can't remember what it's called. And there was this massive line. And I'm talking, like, over 100 people in this line. It was I'm down the block and down the block <laughs> and around the corner, and we were like, "Oh no, nah, we, we might skip this one." And we were yeah. thinking, like, "Yeah, we've played our cards well here. You know, we'll chalk this one up as a win and then head home." Yeah. But anyway, the organisers like, "Oh, don't worry about that line. We've got VIP entry, guys." Yes. And you can just walk past everyone else, and you're like, "Bye, fuckers." <laughs> I, I know. It, it was brilliant. The line was that long though that I felt guilty. Yeah. And, but it was like a proper red carpet setup. Yeah. And they had velvet oh rope God. and everything. And we went down this red carpet between, like, where all these people are lining up. You know, and, and you and never every- paid either. We like, never, it's we- like, even if I paid, I'd feel a bit guilty. But, like, I didn't even pay. So this is fucking awful. We, <laughs> yeah, we hadn't paid a cent. We get to the front and the organiser fellow is like, right, fellas, this is where I leave you. You know, I've got to go home. I'm doing another thing tomorrow. So... You know, this is it. And so we're like, thanks, mate. Like, you basically give us a full free night, you beauty. So anyway, we get into this club. 
And I can only explain it as like one of the most incredible clubs that I've ever been to. <laughs> There's like Cirque du Soleil shit happening from the ceilings, like these people on acrobatic setups. There's so many people in there. Everything is white, like just bright white. There's all these lights going everywhere. And then there's this like circular stair set up up to this massive stage, probably about 10, 15 meters up in the air. And two staircases go around each side of it to get up to this big platform where this DJ is playing. I remember we were in there for about 10 minutes and I said to one of my mates, I'm getting on that DJ stage. (laughs) Joe, I love how like just before you're like, oh, you know, the club, it's not really what I'm into. You fucking walk in and you're like, I'm getting on that stage. (laughs) Yeah, there was no way I wasn't getting on that stage. So the fella, whatever this DJ, whoever he was, I can't, I couldn't tell you, but they were like security guards at each stairwell on each side. But I noticed like they were walking away every now and then. So what I've done is one's walked away and I've just gone for it and beelined it straight up the stairs. And I've got up there and he's not seen me. <laughs> and I get up to where this DJ's playing and I'm behind him and he looks at me and I'm looking at him and, I, and he's just like, yeah, fair enough, you know. Yeah, just come up, you can stay up, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm up on this massive stage, like so high up in the air, I can see the entire club. There's thousands of people there. And I look down and I can see one of my mates and he's looking up at me and he's just like, oh, my God, what is going on? And, did you and, think you ruled the club at that stage? Like, I, be honest, I, did you feel like a fucking legend up there? I was the king of the world. And, and and I was like to the DJ, can my mate come up? And he's like, yeah, whatever. So I was pointing to my mate and then pointing to the security guard who then looked it up and was like, how the hell did you get there? And the DJ was like, nah, he's fine. He can stay. And then and I was pointing to my mate going, yeah, come on, quick, come up the stairs. And I was going to the security guard, yeah, yeah, let him up. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> You're now directing people to come up. <laughs> and so I was directing people like that could come up and that couldn't come up. Some, some people were going, <laughs> Can I come up? It's like, no, nah, you can't come up. And it, 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 it was insane. Uh, it was so funny. <laughs> All of this on a free night. Like, I just love that you're up there controlling that. No, mate. They just would have seen you with the DJ and just thought, like, you must have been his mate or whatever and thought, like, uh, they'll listen to you. Exactly. I think that's what they thought. But, yeah, little you did they just know. <laughs> like a, I don't know, an everyday Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, my God. So you're up there, you're controlling the room, and your mates come up. What happens from there? Uh, well, that carries on a bit. And then I think we uh, we left and went down to the dance floor, had a couple of drinks, and with our free drink token still that we'd gotten for this club. And then, like, in L.A., everything shuts at 2 a.m., which sucks, like, when you're 21 and you just want to keep kicking on. It's real shit, isn't it? Like, I'm a bit older now, you're a bit older now. That sounds like a dream, but... At 21, that's a fucking shit situation. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we were getting shuffled out because the lights turned on and everyone was getting shuffled out. But there were so many people that everyone just got separated. And so this is where the night takes a bit of a downturn. But me and my chatty way, I'm I'm separated, but I don't really care or anything. I'm kind of like, ah, it's all right. I know the hostel where we're staying, it's not too far away. I'll be fine. So I get chatting to these Mexican people 
and they ask where I'm from. And they're like, oh, you've got to come to a party that we're having right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, it worked out the first time, so why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so just bundled into this cab with uh, all these random Mexican people that I'd never met, had no just idea. Just on your own, there's, there's no other just, friends with you, just, just you? Just on my own because <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit inebriated and thought everyone was my mate. They were lovely people and they were probably fine. But we got about maybe 10 blocks or something and I don't know which direction they'd driven or the taxi had driven and I thought, oh, actually, like, my sensible hat came on just for a second. I thought, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. Um, mm. And so I've gone, okay, no, nah, no, sorry, guys. We were at a red light and I was like, oh, no, I've got to get out. Sorry, I've got, I've got to go find my mates. And they were like, oh, don't do that. And I was like, no, nah, I've got to do it. So I've jumped out. I'm in the middle of this black street, like yeah. dark street. At a red light as well, <laughs> you just got out of the traffic lights. Yeah. It probably would have been better to at least get to the party. <laughs> Cer- certainly would have probably been a better idea to go to the party. But I've gotten out and it's just a dark street. I have no idea where I am. And this is before, you know, when we traveled, we I think we had smartphones back then or we might have. might have been just before then or around the time they came out, but I didn't have one. But we'd all bought like these disposable phones the day before that we'd all just had a random American number uh, yes. with a prepaid SIM. Such a nostalgia, hey, like when you first ever travel and that's what you've <laughs> got to do. So many of our listeners probably have never experienced or even know what we're talking about, but it's definitely different. Like you are definitely uh, more on your own in the middle of nowhere if that happens. Definitely. And I remember I, I was running out of battery. And oh, no. I, and so I, I couldn't call anyone. But all I had was a message from a random number that I just assume might have been one of my mates that said the blue veil. And then, and then my phone went dead. And I was <gasps> like, <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> so I have no idea where I am in LA. I can't remember what my, my hostel was called. And it couldn't have been far, but I just had no idea of direction. Or anything. Even if it's next door, it doesn't matter. Like, if you don't know, there's, there's nothing uh, to help you there. I don't know. And this is my second night abroad, and I was like, I've absolutely bottled this. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be up on the news. You know, <laughs> yeah, confidence is definitely dwelling. Like, why am I fucking here? Why am I doing this? I shouldn't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. What are my folks going to think about this? Like, yeah. But I had this clue of the blue veil. So I've gone up to just this random homeless fella and I've said, hey, mate, do you know what the blue veil is? And he's like, yeah, mate, that's just a, a bar on Sunset Boulevard. Here, I'll take you there. Oh. And, and I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, no worries. And anyway, so this homeless bloke has, has walked me and it must have been a half hour walk. Um, <laughs> Walked me. Were you guys chatting? Like, oh, were you getting we chat- along? Or we chatted for ages, and <laughs> it started getting a bit weird when he was talking about like weapons of mass destruction and stuff like that. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was humouring him, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's America, you might expect guns, but weapons of mass destruction uh, is a whole new level. <laughs> I thought I'll humour him just to get me there. So he got me there and gave me his email address to say, get in touch or whatever. And, and yeah, it turns out the blue veil wasn't a bar. Well, it was a bar, but it was a gentleman's bar. So 
I've gone, oh, God. I'm not a fan at all of, of strip clubs, but you always have some mates that enjoy them or, you know, don't Yeah, mind. each to their own. And you know what? You're, you're lost. You've got no phone battery. Like, exactly. At this I, point, like, you're going in. I'm desperate. So, <laughs> yeah. so I've gone in, paid the whatever cover charge was, would have been something ridiculous. I've looked around. It's quite big. It's quite a big place, but I can't see anyone. Oh, and I'm like, no. oh, and I go to the bar and I was like, can I just have a beer? And they go, we, we don't serve alcohol. You can have a non-alcoholic one after 2 a.m. And so I'm like, oh, this is, this is hell. <laughs> uh, I was, I'm actually in hell right now. <laughs> what a sad, sad place to be. <laughs> oh, it was awful. And I said, you yeah, got it. You know, I bet yeah, you got it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Give, give me a non-alcoholic beer. So, <laughs> so I get my non-alcoholic beer. I sit down and I just think, what is going on? What am I going to do? And, you know, I'm, I'm in the deepest low of like the best trip of my life on the second night on Christmas night. <laughs> Yeah, on Christmas. <laughs> I like that reminder because I think we forget that it's fucking Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Having a non-alcoholic beer at the strippers. <laughs> uh, oh. And so I've, I've had a couple of sips of a beer and I'm looking around and then all of a sudden there's another bloke sitting in the same situation as me, just all by himself, looking quite sad with a non-alcoholic beer. And I've yelled out, Matty! And he's looked up, and it's one of my bloody mates, and he's gone, Joe! (laughs) And I've gone, oh! (laughs) And then, at the other side of the room, I hear, Joe? And my mate Matt goes, Tyler! And you, you wouldn't believe it. there was three of us that were in this blue veil that just happened to find each other. And we all ran to each other and hugged going, oh, my God, I was lost. Like, I got this oh. random text message. I had no one's numbers. And we, oh. and we all got it. And then we, we had no idea who sent the, the message. And then obviously. So, yeah, I was about to ask, was it one of you three boys that sent the message? No, it wasn't us. It was one of our mates who conveniently just came out of the behind the curtains and he'd had, had a bit of a private dance with one of the girls. <laughs> so there was four of you. So the one that was there, did he send that message to you and the other two boys and you guys just kind of like worked out your way there and just yeah, happened to uh, find each other? That's what happened on Christmas oh, night, yeah. My God, no wonder it's called the Christmas Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. It it. It was one of the happiest moments of my life that, oh. uh, that I've experienced in a strip club in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Thanks so much for sharing, Joe. We Have ask worries. all of our guests, well, to stop right now. I can't wait to hear your answer, actually. But we ask all of our guests the same question at the end of our chats <laughs> and... Looking back, what advice do you wish you could have given yourself along that night? Oh, don't hop into cabs with random people you don't know. 
<laughs> but but al- always walk into rooms where there's a bunch of people with Santa's hats on. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Do you know what? I'm impressed with that answer. Everyone says not what to do for the majority of the time. I don't think many people have answered about what to do. So I like that your advice was something to always do. It's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> was your other mate genuinely drinking a non-alcoholic beer as well? Yeah, yeah, that was. That makes it so much better. A non-alcoholic Budweiser. Imagine what that tastes like. Oh, not into it. No. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much for sharing, Joe. No worries. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of One Night in Bangkok. We love sharing these stories with you. If you have a crazy travel story, tell us about it. You can send an email, tell us at one night in bkk.com or hit us up on Instagram at one night in bkk podcast. Thank you for flying with us today. We trust you had a pleasant flight and we look forward to seeing you next time.